What if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work? Oh, well, hit. I know it's three hours behind and all that. I know you're on the West Coast and you're a dear friend of mine, even though literally we haven't met face to face, which is weird. But I know one day. So I'll introduce you. But I want Hold you on. to go introduction. Go, no, go ahead. Hold on. We did meet in person. Did we? GrowthCon. We were on the yacht. Oh, well, last year. Well, the yacht. Oh, yeah, you were with Ken. Um, Ken. Yeah, I was hanging out with Ken. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was just starstruck considering when people say that, I yes, I grew up in Miami, but that's not the Miami that I know. The Miami I know is like 20 miles away, working class neighborhood and all that. So I, I think I met Sharon Lecker there too, even though I met her before. But it was always like, I was just, it wasn't the fact that we were on a boat with Fat Joe and the fireworks and all that. To me, it was like a little, I was just taken aback and I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I remember something. you saying something. So I remember you saying something like that. But I remember you from Ken's podcast. That's why. And, and then you, you, then you met my ex wife because I brought my ex wife with me. And the whole issue was, Everybody gave me the cyber hugs because I said she was worthy because it was a buy one, get one free. And the whole thing was, who was I going to take? And then to me, it was no, I mean, she, she was with me from day one Mm -hmm. all the way through for, so, you know, that's why I always acknowledge women and all that. And I know I wouldn't be here or who I am if it wasn't for my ex-wife, Millie. So that's why, uh, so you, you probably met my ex-wife, Millie too. She was with me. It's funny. I don't believe I did. It was, it was a quick, it, I'm not okay. holding it against you. I'm just, I'm just. No, no, up. no. But she was there. She was there. And everybody thought I was, I was doing it for the cyber hugs and the kudos and all that. But even if there was no social media and all that, that's who I, I, you was wanted her to have that experience. Yeah, exactly. before, have you, how long have you been in 10X? 10X? Uh, I was with GC before, um, 10x before the first growth con when I bought the first really uh, yeah originally if you bought um Cardone University you had a free one-on-one coaching session now he charges like 40k but if you YouTube Smoothie King and and Grant Cardone you'll see it's a coaching session with me and Grant Cardone so yeah yeah I was before um 10x and all that and my story my origins with the 10x was uh, well, I was already knee deep into personal development and I had an audible account, but, and it would always give me suggestions. It said 10 X. I'm like, whatever. And I would listen to the, I, I had serious, but at the time I would listen to Howard Stern in the morning ex- instead of podcasts, instead of books and all that. And it was a guy with a Louisiana accent. And I went to LSU, even though no listeners from Louisiana and it, I heard this guy with a Cajun Louisiana accent. He's like, 10X. 10. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what, what a joke and all that. But I kept on hearing the commercial and Audible kept on saying 10X, 10X, 10X is my next book. And lo and behold, that's, that's how it came about was I 10X'd it because 
Yeah, because of that. And after that, I, I'm like, oh my gosh, this book was amazing. And then I read the print copy. Then I was on YouTube. Then I I went full in. And um, my ex-wife and I, we started to invest in Cardone Capital. We were one of the first investors. So Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but... I mean, it's a great story. Yeah, it is. It is. And then, you know, I, he knows me. And that's why everybody thinks we're like booze and buddies, and you know, yes, I'm a licensee and all that, but I'm a small, I'm, I'm a big fish in my own world, but you know, I'm, I'm one of a million people that, that he knows and all that. But whenever there's an event and all that, he'll always personally ask me, Hey, how do, how do you like it? And all that. He's, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. That, That's awesome to hear. That's well, awesome to hear. You know, believe it or not, we haven't even, you have to introduce yourself. Go ahead, Cynthia. Go ahead. I, I know. Well, here. Here. I, I know, I, yes, we we're, we've been talking like ten minutes. You haven't even said who your name was or anything, which is amazing. But but that just shows you we have rapport. Okay. Well, Omar, thank you so much for having me on. What if it did work? I love 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 the concept. I could not wait to get your book. My name is Cynthia Kahi. I am an entrepreneur, a restaurateur, a mom of three, and a realtor. I live in Santa Rosa, California, and I started with 10X in 2019. You're not going to say you're... Oh my gosh. You see, that? that's what you need to learn in this promote, promote, promote. Here, I'll tell you. You're, you're the best-selling author, Amazon best-selling author. You can do hard things, how to be proactive with your growth and not reactive with your life. You see, you have, it's like your business card. I mean, that was, that should have been the first thing you're like, that's it. And you know what? You're all about affirmations, which I, I'm a huge fan of. It, and when here, here's my question, have, do you do affirmations every morning or like when, when you're stuck or when you're just in that hard place and you need that extra push? Okay. So in my book, you can do hard things. This is why I wrote the book. I wrote the book because I needed everybody to know what I just found out. I say in the book, I don't want you to be 39 when you figure this out. So I said, I want to share what I have learned in the last year and a half, because I think it is so impactful. And I, I keep saying to everybody, why don't they teach this stuff in school? Why aren't they teaching our kids this stuff? Because it is so impactful. So Affirmations is chapter two in my book, and it is huge. I have six affirmations that I say every day. I write them in my gratitude journal. And one of my very first affirmations was, I share very well. I had grown up where I was just really closed off and not in a way of not being outgoing, but in a way of sharing my feelings. So when I say I share very well, it literally changed my mindset to if I didn't want to say something to somebody or I didn't want to connect with somebody in that personal way, I would say that affirmation to myself. I share very well. And it literally flipped a switch in me. And I'm part of the GSD community. And I know that you know that with Ken and he teaches affirmations. And that's one of the first places I learned about the affirmations. We were doing a challenge and I believe it was 30 days. And it was about affirmations and saying your affirmations every day. And during that process, when I truly said them every day, 
one of the days that I remember getting on and on the community page and doing a video and telling everybody I share very well. And it, I journaled for, I don't know, three pages, which I never journal either, never journal. And it just flipped something in me. And it said that I can absolutely share because it was something in me. And I don't even know where I, I learned, you know, they say the beliefs are, are, um, are derived like before you're even five, they say they're passed down from experiences that you have and, you know, basically imposed upon by your parents. So for whatever reason, I didn't share very well. And just in the aspect of, again, mostly feelings um, and just being and letting somebody in and being a part of me and giving that to somebody. So now I do it all the time (laughs) and being on podcasts, writing a book, never thought I'd do any of those things, but it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But you, you found the courage to start and that's, that's where it's about when it comes to affirmations and all that. It's just like, uh, for me, uh, that writing down stuff when I don't do it are the, is the re- are the times that I should be doing it. Like mm-hmm. when I've been upset or when I've been down, and all that. It's like, it, it all goes to hell. And it's like, well, it's because you stopped. You, you, you stopped believing in yourself. You stopped doing the affirmations. You stopped doing the work. You stopped writing down your goals and all that. And to me, it's a process. And it, if, you do, if you don't do that, then you know, you're, you're in the drift. You're just out there, live, not even living your life. You're not living your life on your own terms. And it's crazy because that's when you should do it because I, I, I do meditate, but it, it's, it's like working out. If you don't do all these things, to me, it all goes to hell. When, when I was, there was a process like from November to February around there, I was just like completely like in the drift. I was down. I was depressed. And yeah, my videos were great because I was, I was telling people that and people were seeing the vulnerable side, but it was like, I had all the answers, but I didn't think the answers worked for me. And I, I quit doing the affirmations and my, my, I, I do three, but my, all I need is within me now. And that's why in the book, I said, you know, we have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And then um, I always tell people every day in every way I get stronger and stronger. And that's, that's what we should do is, so how are you doing? Or to me, it's like, as long as you're a better version than you were yesterday, that's, that's all that matters. And like, let's say you've, you've had a down day, down week and all that. Well, hey, we, we're all human. Let's just get up and go. But this is one of the reasons why I did the group. And thank you for being a part of it is you affirmations and positive mindset, because it is a daily, it is a daily routine. You have got to feed your mind positivity every single day. This world will bring you down just by walking out the door. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that come at you. There's so many things that are just being pushed on you. The media, um, social media, the news, the newspapers, I mean, everything, the schools, it is crazy right now. And just in you saying that, you know, every day in every way I get better, I have mine, which is 
a little bit more simple, but it's every day I learn and every day I get better because I think it is a constant process. And I say it to my kids at night when I close the door and I say goodnight to them, I say every day I learn. And then they say every day I get better. And now let me tell you, when I did, when I started this journey, it was all pushback. It was all pushback. And through the process from my children, they look at me and they'd say, why are you saying that? You know, it was a positive thing. And, um, I really want to show them and for kids, it's really hard. You can't just tell them you have to show them because if you tell them, they don't want to do it because you're telling them to do it. So I've seen some changes in my kids, but sometimes they still give me the snicker and the, oh my God, and the eye roll and everything else that goes along with it. But even as I continue to do it, and even as I stretch and I reach other people on social media, now I'm doing a, now I'm doing reels. I want to set up a TikTok. Have you started TikTok? I haven't been on TikTok yet, but I'm going to start one. I, I, I started, I've been doing videos there and all that. I'm not, I'm not an expert at it, but hey, you know what? The the more social media, the YouTubes, the LinkedIn, the everything, the more presence that you have there by any means. I mean, that's but yeah, I I, I just started. I, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. Um, Ken has had a couple um, influencers on his um, on the GSD calls. So Amberly Lago was my first one, and she's the one who said to do reels. She said you can reach so many more people with reels because reels is trying to compete against TikTok on Instagram. So I started doing that. But really, my goal and my true passion right now is truly just to share. I want people to know that they have the potential. They have all of the power inside of them. One of my, the very first book that I was a part of is Ignite the Entrepreneur. And I say that you are your own superpower. You don't know the power that you have inside of you. I mean, people give it away. They give it, they let it influence other people or excuse me, they are influenced by other people and it takes away. It, 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 um, it, it, it grabs at you, you know, it, it, it pulls at you. And so you have to work on it every day from the inside so that people can't take it away from you. I do say confidence is worth more than money. And when you lose your confidence and to try to get that back, that is huge. So all of it tied together, it really starts with affirmations and positive mindset. It really, really does. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. That's why I started the Facebook group. That's why I wrote the book. <laughs> now with your kids, have well, how long have you been in personal development? Has it been a lifelong thing or has it just been very recent? No. I mean, so in the very beginning of my book, I talk about why I started. And it's simply for the fact of I had this pull. I was like, there's got to be more. I'm doing life. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm married. I have three kids. I just bought the restaurant. I mean, I'm fulfilled or so I thought because I'm doing life day to day, but I didn't, I didn't know the process of growth. I didn't know the process of learning and growing every day. So I bought myself a ticket to a real estate expo. I wanted to see, um, Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins, and Gary V was there. Um, Grant Cardone was there. 
Sylvester Stallone. There was a handful of people and they were all big names. And I was like, it's my birthday. I'm doing this for me. I needed an excuse as a mom. I needed an excuse. And so I, um, I bought the ticket, hundred bucks, $99 VIP went by myself. It was an amazing experience. I'm waiting for Anthony Robbins. I'm waiting for him. And this guy named Grant Cardone comes out and he is like bigger than life entourage all around him. Music is loud. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I had heard um, one podcast from him that a friend sent me and I'm listening to him and I'm listening to him and I'm like, this is so easy. This is so easy. And I'm high energy. I, I'm, that's just me. That's, that's who I am. And I love to have fun. And so he's up there. And one of the things he said was, he says, this ain't rocket science. I can do it. And he's talking about real estate. And that was my profession at the time. And so I was like, why, why can't I? And so he was giving away, um, a free webinar. And that's when I went to, um, I was one of the first mentor mentees. He was doing a mentorship and that was the first one that was in 2019. Mm-hmm. And then 2020, I went to the first, first growth con. I bought my seat with that. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's only been two years. It'll be October. It'll be two years. So two years. Yeah. I, for me, it's it, 20 years. But before that, I remember, I mean, you, I had low self-esteem. I had all resentment. I had everything. And I remember growing up and all that. And you see for Hispanics, for Latins, it's, they don't believe in personal development. It is what it is. And I, I always remember telling my mom, like growing up, Hey, you know what? I'm depressed or I'm not feeling it or something like that. And she's mm-hmm. like, Omar, do you want me to tell you what depression is? Or you want me to tell you what, what and my mom would always tell me that. So to me, for like the longest time, it was like always, oh, this is it. This is it. This is all I've got. And you know, all that anger, resentment, all the issues kept on growing. And um, I was a financial advisor and they said, an Anthony Robbins coach came and he's like, hey, we have a buy one, get one free. Uh, it'll help you with your sales and all that. And it was a UPW, Unleash the Power Within. You walk on mm-hmm. fire in the first night. And my ex-wife, well, my wife at the time, she was really into social development, shoot personal development, uh, business development, everything. And she knew who Anthony Robbins was and she kept on talking to me about him. So I bought a ticket. I'm like, so what's he going to do? Is he going to make me cry? And lo and behold, she, uh, she was a pharmaceutical sales rep at the time. And within like the first half hour, in the first 45 minutes, I mean, I was bawling to the strangers and, and it's, it, it's funny because so many people only think of Anthony Robbins as the shallow pal guy, or, you know, if you're, if you don't believe in personal development, business development, because my mom to this day, she's like, Oh, that Anthony Roberts guy. And yeah. just, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to concur with you because when I first started, everybody was like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? And they were like, is it a cult 10 X? When I would walk around with my 10 X, they'd be like, is that a cult? <laughs> It's not a cult, but it's the weirdest thing. Once you enter, once you enter this realm of self-development and people who think bigger than you, it is the most amazing journey. I have grown and just, I feel like I've blossomed as a, 
as a, as an adult, you know what I mean? As a person to want more, to, to search for my potential. That's why I came up with the tagline, be proactive with your growth and not reactive with your life. Because I feel that people simply just walk through life willy nilly, not knowing what they want. The very first question I ask in my book is what do you want? And I don't think that people think about it. I don't think people dream. We don't look at our goals. And I just, I wanted people to know it's so life-changing. Once you open up your mind and you're truly, truly looking for what's next and how to grow and get there, my life has changed full 360 have you ever wondered why though, why people don't believe in it? Cause I, I mean, I, I bitch and gripe about it. Like we, the New York times bestsellers, there has to be a separate category for business, personal development for their top 10, because obviously it's nowhere near the, the fiction and all that. And we go to Barnes and Noble, you know, two stories, books and books, but the business sections, just like one, one little aisle. And the personal development is just one little aisle. And it's like, this, this explains what's wrong with everybody today. Have you read Outwitting the Devil? Yes. Yes. So I'm halfway through and um, I love Sharon Lecter. <laughs> I, 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 My little story there, but um, I love her. I love oh, Sharon Lecter. Oh, I, I, I met her at, at, that ten, at the last at, 10 months. At GrowthCon? Yeah. And I told her... But, you know, uh, I mean, she's and she loved this line. I said, you're the Stephen King of personal development. And it's it's true because she she's like to me, people say Robert Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki and all that. Well, people don't understand. Well, what about Sharon Lecter? And I mean, all three feet from gold. I just yeah. finished that. And it's an amazing book. And to mm-hmm. me, it, it, talk about an honor to be with, you know, the Napoleon Hill Foundation and rewriting these books. But, you know, Napoleon Hill is like people say Jim Rohn because he's he was Anthony Robbins mentor and all that. But Napoleon Hill is the granddaddy of personal development by, by far. But Sharon Lecker, yeah, I mean, I, I love her to death. I love her. And I'll tell you a cute little story one time, but, um, outwitting the devil where I was going is because people are lazy. We have gotten in this whole cycle and this whole rut of this is the way life is. And in our subconscious, whether I'm, I'm reading the part in the, I'm right in the middle of the book where he's actually giving the reasons why people drift and how the devil gets into people's heads. And it's part, part of it is that we're lazy. We just don't want to do the work. And because the work is hard and you have to dig and really reflect on who you are and what you're doing, we don't want to do it. But I say that you are your reward. I want to have an extraordinary life. I want an extraordinary life. And I want to show people that it's not as hard as you think it is. That's why I say you can do hard things. I promise it is not. 
that difficult. We have this stigma. We have this worry. We can't do it. It's too hard. I don't want to cry. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to go through that. But it's so therapeutic and you are your reward. That's absolutely true. And, but going back to that, isn't that crazy though, that he never released outwitting the devil and his wife didn't want to. Right. It was his wife. And it was like 80 years ago and it was like controversial. But if, if people, if it was mass produced and people read it now, they're like, Oh my gosh, it's so true. But yet it's controversial because he says a lot of the people that we listen to, our church leaders, our school board, our, our politicians, and all that is is the problem. And it, it's it's so true because I mean we we both have children and all that, mm-hmm. and we don't teach kids to teach them. We teach them. We don't teach them knowledge. We teach them to pass a test, which is like, well, that that doesn't help you in life. Sharon was at um, boot camp for Ken. Um, he does uh, Grow Stack Drive boot camp, and uh, Sharon was there, and she was talking about a, a couple of things in regards to that. Um, education is to teach outward, but in outwitting the devil, it it's funny because we teach them not to think. The kids don't think we're giving them the information, but they're not thinking. Right. So today is Sunday. We do four hours, but I added a fifth R, which is reflect. And I think it is so important because that's the time you think you think about, I I do an evaluation, what works, what doesn't work. What can I do better? That's in life. That's in business. That's in parenting. That's in all of it to reflect on what you do and how you're doing it, we can always do better. But part of it is we have to want to. And that's the part with self-development and thinking where I'm really, really passionate about sharing with everybody that yes, you can. You absolutely can. This life I feel is so... It's just negative. You have to work at it every single day. And affirmations and positive mindset is the start of it all. And once you have that open mind, I mean, anything is possible. The the, the funny thing, though, that to bring things around here is you said everybody thought you're in a cult. And everybody outside of California thinks that everybody in California is like into personal development. Everybody's these free thinkers and all that. And it's like, it's like the, just the biggest misconception because you just said it right there. Majority of people, I don't care if it's California. I don't care if it's Beverly Hills. I don't care if it's Utah. I don't care if it's East coast and all that. The majority of people are like, this is my life. It sucks. And it is what it is. And it's the furthest thing from the truth. It's the furthest thing from the truth. If you just took the bull by the horns, looked at yourself and said, this is not what I want, right? You just have to ask yourself that question. What do I want? And it is the hardest question. I mean, in all honesty, I ask it in five areas of your life. And I'm really clear on probably three of them. But as I go through this journey, it actually changes. What do I want? 
I never thought I'd be on a podcast. I never thought I would write a book. I never thought people would ask me to speak, but I have such a passion for just sharing what you can do. It's not about what you can't do. It's about what you can do. And people are too focused on what they can't do. I mean, affirmations are easy. I have the power. I have on my my mirror, I just I just got this new one. It says, you have so much more to do. I have so much more to do. And it's not in a bad way. It's in a good way. You know, sometimes because I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, somebody just read that. You have so much more to do. It's like, oh my gosh, someone's like a weight. You're like, oh my God, you have so much more to do. But it's not, it's the other way. It's because of your mindset and how you're thinking. It's you have so much more to do. I have so much more to share. So that's the part where I tell myself that what I'm doing is, is inspiring people. And I hope it makes a difference because I want people to know that you can do hard things. Well, you're, you're doing your purpose. And I, I, I know I had all these sleepless nights was because I knew there was more to my life than being a small business owner. And, you know, I, I had a voice and it was like, yeah, I was helping on a small scale people that I knew videos Mm -hmm. and whatnot, but it wasn't what I was meant to be doing to me. I, I always felt like and it's that little inner voice in your head saying, but who are you? You're not this. You're not every. Yes, I'm not Ed Milet. I'm not Andy Frisola. I'm not Grant Cardone. I'm not Ty Lopez. I'm not Gary V. I'm Omar Madrano, and that's fine. And you know what? Not everybody follows all those people. Not everybody, you know, to me, both of us have a voice and there's plenty of people and there's plenty of opportunities and the universe is... Endless. And it's open to the possibilities that just by changing someone's life, just by changing two people's lives, three people's lives, that's more than what I was doing, doing what I was doing for 20 years. Exactly. And that right there is so powerful. When you share, you know, when you wrote your book, if I could ask you a question, because I, I've kind Absolutely. of wondered, I, I've wondered this. So how did you come up with that? What if it did work? Because I think it, it's so simple, right? But you flip it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm just curious how you came up with that. Uh, originally, it, it was make it happen because that's always been my tagline on on my videos and all that. And that that went when the economy went south and had two little girls and my ex wife, well, my wife at the time, Millie said, "You better make this happen." And mm-hmm. I did make it happen. Uh, what if it did work? It, it was just uh, myself and, you know, Andy, right? Andy Garrison. Mm-hmm. He helped me. Mm-hmm. Yes. He, he, was, he, he was the editor and all that. And we were just, it, it was just something that, you know, we're both, I, I, I believe he's Catholic too, but I, well, we're Christian anyways. And it just popped in our head right at the same time. And we both loved it. I, I don't know whether he came up with it or I came up with it. It was just within an hour of just brainstorming ideas and the outline and all that. And it just popped. And it, it we knew it was just that just because everybody's always focused on, you know, what they don't want. And exactly. it's yeah, it, it just came. It just came about. It, it wasn't supposed to be that it was supposed to be make it happen. And then it, it just worked out great because 
even the hashtag, what if it did work? Nobody used it. So, and if make it happens like millions. So yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, because every time on Instagram that I would post, make it happen, it's like a million hits and all that. So, yeah, it, it was just something that between the two of us and it, it just flowed. And whenever we were discussing the book, uh, also the, the simple cover of the book was just a brainstorming idea and all that. And it just happened like that. Just, just when you're, you're doing your purpose and you're doing the right things. God, the universe, everything just flows within you. And that's why like people ask me my videos and all that. Do I have a script or this podcast and all that? And no, because if you're doing your purpose, if you're doing what you're meant to be doing, if you're doing God's work, work, the universe's work and all that. And to me, everything just flows. It's amazing when you open yourself up to that because I have no religious background. My family is Catholic, but I have never practiced uh, Catholicism. I don't even know. I'm not religious at all. And um, being in the GSC community and a lot of 10X, I have learned so much and I have just really opened up to the fact that just what you're talking about, trust the process. I am right where I'm supposed to be. For whatever reason, it took me... 39 years to figure it out, (laughs) but here I am and I couldn't be happier. And I want to share it with everyone because it is life-changing. Once you can wrap your head around it, what if it did work? I just, I, I was so, I was so drawn to that because it probably is just where I was in my life. And I was like, well, what if it did work? You know, I was just like, well, to me, things don't happen for a reason. And that's why we, we've met. That's why all this and all that, because there, there is a grand scheme in life. And people that believe things that happen random, there's no randomness. Right. I mean, you were meant to go to that that bit that um, real estate seminar. So yeah. you can hear Anthony yeah. Robbins. You can hear the Gary B. There's no people that do live their life. Oh, this is just... Well, Everything leaves clues. If you follow the trail, these people do follow the trail. It did, it does lead to success. It does lead to who you're supposed to be. But if you live your life, and I'm not saying, hey, you have to be religious and all that. To me, my my journey was uh, I was forced Catholicism, like most Catholics, you have to, and then going to college, and then I became an atheist, and then an agnostic, and then there was just signs and all that. I, I became a Christian again. And then um, when the Pope, Pope Francis and all that, he, he's the one that got me back to being a, a Catholic and all that. And I'm, I'm more spiritual. I, I'm not, I don't tell people, Hey, you have to come to, come to mass with me or you have to, to me, as long as when somebody says they're Christian or they say they're this religion or that religion to me, I just judge you based. Are you kind? Are you giving? Are you loving? Are you helping people out? Because right. if you say you're a Christian, but your your acts and your what you say to other people, you can be mean as hell. And it's like, well, just because you go somewhere for an hour or two hours on a Sunday, but your 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 actions aren't aligned. Right. Your your actions are clearly not aligned with what you're saying. Cause it's easy right. to say, you know, it it it's it's like social media, those that say they're hashtag winning. And yeah, you you could say whatever, but the results are there. And yeah, you can say, hey, it's Sunday. 
I'm a, a person of God. Yeah, but you you treated that homeless person, you treated the the server like crap, you treated everybody else like crap. And if you mm-hmm. only treat people great because you feel like they can get you somewhere, then that's not very Christ-like. That's not very God-like. And that's that's what I I, I don't care what anybody's religion is. How you treat other people says more mm-hmm. to me about who you are than what you say you are. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot. I mean, that goes with a lot of things, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a friend of mine, Doug Volsky says, I don't say it to impress you. I say it to impress upon you. So when I show people what I'm doing, when I write a book, when I say I'm in another book, when I, when, you know, I, I say, I, I know Sharon Lecter or, you know, things like that, or I'm in the 10 X community. It's because I I'm sharing and I want you to know that you can do it too. But in my heart of hearts from the restaurant business and hospitality and everything, I treat everyone the same. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're Joe Schmo, I don't care if you're the garbage man who does, you know, the hard work. I don't care if you're a field worker. I treat everyone the same. Everyone is a human. Everyone deserves a voice. I want you to know that you have potential and I treat everyone the same. And I have conversations with one person the same way I do another. And you know what? You, you're all, you've all been in the industry, the service to serve. Mm-hmm. Just like what Truett Cathy had everybody say at Chick-fil-A, how may I serve you? And, and that's the way we should all be living our life. And when, when you do a video and when you, you post... Uh, on my stuff and all that. It's to be in service. When when I do a video, whether it's a minute, four minutes, five minutes, six minutes, sure, yes, it's to coach myself because I, I watch them to coach myself. But it's also to help out that other guy, that person that believes that I need something, but mm-hmm. I can't afford a ticket to an Anthony Robbins event. I can't afford to go to a 10X event. I can't. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. You know what? Those are all limiting beliefs because there's so much out there. There's yep. you, there's me, there's yep. YouTube. Instead of just watching videos of of a cat surfing or two guys him kicking each other in the nuts and all that, which ha- which has like a million views, but like you know any any personal development video and all that, and and the the library is free, and you know there, there's a our, our books are low cost, and there's books out there that are. But the the time to live is now because growing up, if you wanted a personal development thing, you'd have to watch the Anthony Robbins at at 12 a.m., the infomercial, and you'd have to buy the cassettes or DVDs and CDs, and you'd have to wait like two weeks or whatever to get them. And, you know, there was hardly any books and all that. But now there's just so much knowledge out there. But and so much books on how to make money and how to be a better this and how to be a better that. But instead, people are they, with all this information, they're too busy wanting to know what Joe Biden's doing, what friggin' Donald Trump's doing, what their ex-husband's doing, what this person's doing, what that person's doing. There's so much knowledge out there that you can just change your life like an instant. But they're focusing on the white noise. They're focusing on you know, what the school district's doing or, or what, what's closed and what's not closed politics and this and that. And that's, that's why, you know, that's why Napoleon Hill said that, you know, that, that, that is, you know, since this is a Sunday, that is the devil, 
You know, yeah. the, the devil is when, when, when you're focused on, on crap that doesn't serve you, you focus on stuff instead of pushing you towards something. You're like, Oh my gosh, I, 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 I hate Joe Biden. I hate what he's doing in Afghanistan. I, it's like, so you're finding significance posting nonsense. You just spent five minutes, 10 minutes of your day that you said you don't have instead of just listening to something on Audible, just reading a book, doing anything that can push your life towards something positive. It's exactly it's exactly the tagline. Be proactive with your growth and not reactive with your life. You're just taking what is given to you. You're not going out there and searching and looking for different ways that you can turn it around. It's not about what you can't do. It's about what you can do. And people don't understand that they have all the power inside of them. They're just looking at what people are giving them. But you can do anything you set your mind to. I just believe that. All you need is within, within you. And, and that's why, you know, it, it's just... We know we've learned everything at an early age. We we've mm-hmm. learned to lose weight. We we can't be eating, you know, the hostess, and we can't be eating the cakes and the processed foods, and we we can't be sinking a case of wine or a case of beer and all that. But yet yeah, we're still thinking, well, when's when's the next diet coming out? It all these diets do work if you just follow one and it's consistent, or it's like. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, you do. Or I don't, I don't know how to be a a better husband or a better wife. Well, it's common sense. I mean, it's you know, we we don't need to wait for Joel or John Gray's new book on you know when's the next chapter of Men Are From Mars and when. Yes, we're we're two different. In fact, everybody's a different person. Yes, that's groundbreaking and all that, and we all have different needs. And, you know, if just by maybe if we listen to people, maybe if we try to connect with people more, yeah, we can find the answers. Maybe if you if you want people to understand your world, you mm-hmm. have to understand their world. Mm-hmm. Asking questions is huge. You know, I think that it is so important just to have a conversation when you're actually talking back and forth. It's not always just taking what's given to you. It's asking questions. And that's how you get better. That's, I mean, what does Brandon say? The quality of your questions is the quality of your uh, outcomes. That's that's true. Instead of being like the victim mode, instead of being like Nancy... Kerrigan, I, I loved that, and I have no hate on her and all that. But why me? Why me? With anything, instead of being the victim, good or bad, instead of saying why did this happen to me, right. if, if you, what can I learn from this, or what can I do differently so this does not happen to me again? But instead, we always go straight to not you and I, but you know, other people go straight to. You know, I'm a victim. Things happen to me. And it's that old adage, things do not happen to you. They happen for you. And if it's something bad, there's a lesson to be learned. Let's 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 take five minutes or an hour or maybe a day and mm-hmm. let's let it all come within us and let's see what can we learn from this experience. Because everything, you're either winning and growing or you're learning. There's never... I failed. Failed. That's why, like, am, am I a failed husband? I failed in one relationship. That doesn't mean I can't be a better person, a better husband, 
on, on the second go around. But whenever we say I failed, how, how did you fail? Failure is like that person that, okay, you had a bad month. You had a bad quarter in the business. You're not a failure. Things, things are out of our reason. There's, you know, Corona, the, the crazy pandemic that's been hitting, you know, that, that didn't cause businesses to collapse. That just amplified it. If, if you had a money issue, you, you, this really brought it about <laughs> even more. But you know what? People are either dying or growing. It, 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 there's plenty of people that have made millions and have become very successful because of this pandemic. So there's an ebb and flow. You have to decide to choose whether it, it was when the Lehman Brothers and the financial collapse of 2008 or till now, you know, we're always going to have the yin and the yang. There's never a perfect opportunity. And there's businesses and people that grow or die every single day. And, but I do believe that the choice is us. Uh, the choice is within us. Do, are we going to grow from this? Because I, I, being in the food industry for so many years, 20 years, there was an ebb and flow. And I, I survived them all. And if I wanted to go back to QSR's quick service restaurant again, I do know I have the tools and we all have the tools. We just have what makes us leaders, what makes you a great person, what makes you a great writer is you chose to write one page and then two pages. We're not born great leaders. We're not born great husbands, great wives. We're not born great friends. We just it's experience. And like what uh, Jimi Hendrix once said, are, are you experienced? It's, it's true for sure. The experience part. I love that. Um, but just for everyone who listens to this, I changed my mindset. There is no fail. I will never fail. The word fail to me is the first attempt in learning. If I didn't do it right the first time, I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it better the second time because I have the experience now and I have learned from that experience. I wasn't a restaurant owner. I bought the restaurant three years ago. I haven't done everything perfect. I've learned leadership is more crucial with culture and core values than anything I have ever learned in my whole entire life. Leadership to, to have someone that you can mold and to influence them is huge because we don't have it. We don't have enough leaders in our society to help us get out of that rut of always thinking life is happening to us instead of for us. We have to learn to learn from our experiences. We need to have that exposure so that it's not like, oh my God, I failed. Because if people think of failure, they will never try. So I changed my mindset and I said, it's the first, I read it somewhere, fail, fail is the first attempt in learning. And I think it is so important that that is your mindset because Nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to be a failure. Nobody wants to think of something and say, oh my gosh, I'm going to give up because I'm going to fail. It's just a, it's a mindset. It's a, it's a fear and we need to have more faith than we do fear. And people have learned that fear is so crippling. I know this is going to sound really weird. I have very little fear. Everything I do now, I take it as a challenge. Like, I can do that. I can absolutely do that. And if I don't do it well the first time, like I said, I learn from it. You grow through the experience. 
And I don't know, even as the words come out of my mouth, I'm like, (laughs) I can't believe I'm the one saying them (laughs) because it's been this process of growth and learning and exposure to other people who have done it. What makes me different? Absolutely nothing except my optimism. I'm optimistic that I can learn. I'm optimistic that I can do it. I know that there's another version of me that's better than today's version. And that's it. Amen. And I I hear you about the fear because, I mean, I was a guy that was fearful of his own shadow, fearful of everything, fear, fear of, of living, not really fear of dying, just fear of living, fear of rejection. I, I had every fear within me. And, you know, that's why I smirk and I chuckle because, well, I mean, the, the book says it all. I mean, I, I came from a guy that was even afraid to ask a simple question. Would you like to go out with me to a person now that, you know, there's it to me, if something, if something holds me like fear, then that means I've got to do it. I have to let go of that. I, I had the fear of many things, even it, and it all came back to me from, I thought I, I was fearless. So all of a sudden being a guy that uh, what I was fearful of the future, how, who was I going to be without owning my own business for mm-hmm. 20 years? Well, I'm an entrepreneur by in my heart, in my soul. So right now it's just, I'm Omar Medrano LLC. So I let go of that fear. I had the fear of, oh my gosh, now I'm going to be alone by myself. I'm going to grow old. I'm going to die alone and all that. And when I let go of that fear and I hit that head on, I realized that was just some bullshit. So now my thing is if anything does, if there's any fear within me, mm-hmm. I have, that's just the universe telling me I have to hit that head on. And that's, that's, that's how we grow is when we get way past that comfort zone because so, Oh, so many people, Oh no, well, no, not me, not me, man. Well, why not you? What? Let's not try something different. You know, if, if you're struggling, if you're, you're living for the crumbs of life, the crumbs of love, the crumbs of uh, of everything, then maybe let's try something different. Maybe let's just go past that comfort zone. Maybe we can see what what's out there because I know we weren't made to struggle. We weren't made to just live life day to day. We weren't we weren't supposed to be like, well, you know, when I retire, I'm going to live in my kid's basement or I'm going to, you know, my retirement plan is my kids that we weren't designed like that. But so many people have this, well, it is what it is. My my life sucks. Maybe the next one or, you know. Can I just tell you that is my least favorite statement. It is what it is. No, it is what you make it. Oh, I've, I've, you will never hear me say that. that is, me, it, it is what it is because you chose that. That That's your choosing. This, this right now, you created this. You created your life. You're stuck right now because you choose to be stuck. Mm-hmm. You're depressed right now because you choose to be depressed. Or the, oh... You make me, you, you make me depressed or you make me so angry. You make me no. you gave your control to this other person. And now, yes, you are depressed or you are stuck because you thought so less of yourself that you're like, well, here, I want you to control my life. I want you to control my destiny. I want you to be the captain of my fate, the master of my life here. 
So that 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 to me is like nails on a chalkboard. Whenever somebody says, "This person made me," no, you gave them your control. You made you gave them your hope. You gave them everything. Congratulations. And and I don't know where that comes from because I've always been. And it, I know what I know for me where it comes from, why I am so strong. Um, and there's a whole nother chapter there, but the, 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 the fact that you're saying that somebody gives somebody else control is so huge. It's because we don't want it because we don't want to be responsible. Well, again, you are your own superpower. And once you realize that your whole life will change, you won't give that control to somebody else because your life is what you make it. And if you give it to somebody else, then that's your bad. (laughs) And sometimes it's just because we don't know any different. We haven't been exposed to something else that can say that, yes, you can. Correctly. I mean, you know, growing up, I I wasn't exposed to anything, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's our environment, but a lot of times people want to give control to someone else because it's so much easier to say, I'm a victim. It's so much easier to say, well, you know, things could have been great, but it's someone else's fault. It's always easier to deflect and pass and, you know, pass that blame on to someone else instead of looking in the mirror and going, oh, my God, I'm, this this is it, it is what it is, because I said it is what it is. I'm stuck here. Yay. Congratulations. And you it know, literally <laughs> the words are like, like you said, nails on a chalkboard. I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. I want to hear it. Like, I just can't hear it. And that is, again, why I wrote the book. You have a choice. Be proactive with your growth and not reactive with your life. It is a simple concept that people just don't realize. Amen. Hey, uh, that, that's the only thing I, I, I can say is on that. Uh, but, but the thing is, it's so, it's, people are so closed off. And I, I guess to them, it is what it is. And they have to go on that journey. They have to come to the realization because you can't, the one thing that I've, I've realized, you can't force people to change. They, they can be in their own crap. They can be struggling. They can be depressed, but unless they do that first move, unless they make that move, there's no one that can say, Hey, here's this book. Here's this program. Here's this video. It, it has to come from within. It's an interesting, it's an interesting um, concept because I would love to know everybody is different though. And that's the hard part because what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you. And what works for you doesn't necessarily work for your kids. I think the exposure part is huge. I think exposure to different people, different voices, um, just, you know, experiences. I think exposure is huge. And when it's, when the, um, there's a saying, I think it, uh, when the, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I mean, you know, I could tell my kids five times, 10 times, 15 times to do it one way, but then their girlfriend or their aunt or whomever, you know, says it a different way. And they're like, Oh, oh I never knew that. <laughs> You'd be like, I've been telling you that for years. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the exposure to somebody different 
That's why I just get out there. I mean, I've been to so many events in the last 19, 20 months. It's been crazy, life-changing events. And it started with that real estate expo. What's funny is when it comes to growth, people... And and this is why people fail. They fail at their diet or their workout because they don't see the 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 results instantaneous. Like, oh, it's been two months, three months. But sometimes all that work and then all of a sudden, bam, there's just you see that success. And that's why so many people just quit right right at the wrong time. If they only had the belief that the work it does work. The work, yes, it's work. But it does work. I mean, I've grown as a person over the past nine months. I'd say more nine months than I did the previous 19 plus years of being in personal development, of being in business development and all that. And it's because I just continued doing the work and I I believed in myself and I believed that I could turn things around. And that that's the one thing that I'd have to say about anybody is... Yeah, you know, maybe you know the month, the month, the quarter doesn't look good. Maybe you know, being in real estate, you you haven't had that listing and all that. Well, just keep if you keep on doing the work, you keep on believing in yourself. You wake up, you do your affirmations, you you meditate, you write down your goals, and if you keep on working, it's going to happen. You just have to have faith. Yeah, yeah. My necklace says believe. It's one of my it's one of my power words. Um to believe in yourself is huge. A lot of people don't believe in themselves. But then on on the other side, the two things I always say you need to um to grow is one, belief. So believe in yourself and two is confidence. Confidence is worth more than money and you can start at zero and as long as you have confidence, as long as you believe in your in yourself, you will accomplish so many things. You just truly will. But it takes a while sometimes. Life beats you down. So those are my those are my two. Well, Cynthia, how do we you know it's all about promoting, promoting, and promoting. So how do we find you? How how do I find your best selling book? I know how how to find it, but how do the listeners find it? CynthiaCahi.com. C-A-U-G-H-I-E. I know it sounds weird. A lot of people say coffee. It's not coffee. It's Kahi. Um, so it's CynthiaCahi.com. I have my Ignite the Entrepreneur. I have You Can Do Hard Things. I have uh, everything is Cynthia Kahi. It's Instagram. It's Facebook. It's LinkedIn. It's YouTube. It's Cynthia Kahi. So thank you so much. For that. And what about what about your your page on affirmations on Facebook? I mean, I love it. How how do we get on it? There's a link on my page, Cynthia Kahi. Um, there's a link on there where you can or just friend me, and we will. Um, you know, I'll invite you. It's easy. Uh, It's easy. I think it's so important. I want everybody to be a part of it. I think I've grown to um, close to 200 members. And so it's really important. We have a lot of people that engage. I appreciate you being in there. I posted in yours yesterday because I love it. I know. I I saw that. I was going to say say thank you. But for um, Southerners, Saturday is a different religion. It's college football. I saw that you were on there and you, you went live and all that. But else you lost to UCLA and all that. So... I'm in mourning and all that, but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I thank you. I appreciate. And whenever you want to post anything, 
on on the what if it did work page you know and i i have to post another video on on yours i love being a part of it i love seeing the growth in your page because you know what it's all about like-minded people it's mm-hmm. all about people that just want to grow and yeah. they're not they they're not satisfied with who they are because mm-hmm. there's so much all we do need is within us now but if you keep on and you keep on believing in yourself and you keep on pushing past that comfort zone, that's where the magic happens. And you know what? I, I love it. I, that's like I said, the books inexpensive yeah. social media is free. Yeah. And, and you learn, you learn so much from just all the affirmations that everybody posts on your page, the, the videos. And then when you go and then, you know, I, I, I love seeing you grow. I, I love seeing uh, your podcast with um, Megan, which I posted on, on my page as well. Thank you. Thank you. So, and you know, I, I know we'll run into each other again. I'm, I'm, I, I believe it or not, it was such a blur of that cruise because to me, it, it was it wasn't about Fat Joe. I know all the way up and lean back and all that. But really, rap music's not my my thing and all that. It, it was just, I, I was having a moment that just here I am. Not that I'll ever say I made it, but uh, a single uh, a kid from a single mom and all that from a working class neighborhood. I never thought I would be on a yacht with fireworks and all that, and and that's why. And you know, that's, that's, in, you believe in yourself. I, I believe in myself, confidence, confidence, belief, believe that that's the one thing that I have to leave it all, leave, leave it all out for anybody. If you believe in yourself and you, you know, because you have to have confidence, you know, if you're going through crap right now, if you're going through shit, you keep on going. Like what Winston Churchill says, if you're going through hell, keep on going. And mm-hmm. But I, I love to talk people to on uh, Steve Miller's song, even though I was a little kid, is to, to, the way to get through heaven, you got to go through hell. But know that you can do it. That's the biggest thing. Have the belief and the faith that you can do hard things. Most everything in life is hard. And you just have to realize it's hard and keep going. And you're working on a new book too, right? I'm in another compilation book. It's with Greg Reed. It's called Station 42. And I'm super excited. I'm really, really excited. Why Station 42? Is there anything? It's a journey. It's a, it's a woman who's um, pretty much starting over. And it's not my concept of the book. It's just a part of the book that I'm going to be in. And I, I hope... I, I don't know the layout exactly yet, but there's uh, 14 women writers. And uh, I hope I'm one of the first ones because I truly believe that it's mindset and this woman is going on a journey. And I think that, you know, if, if, if I can influence her early on in the book and tell her that mindset and believing in herself, then she can make it through anything. Now, now is this starting over based on just starting over or is this like for women that are just getting a divorce or. So she has lost her parents and she's going through a divorce. And so she finds this ticket and it's a one-way ticket um, on a train and this, and it starts her journey and that's, and she goes on that. Well, I, I love your material and all that. So I'll, even though I, I, I can't relate, uh, I'll still, <laughs> there, there's always in, in my, my, my life, 
there's a nugget to be found in every book and all that. Yes, I'm not a, a woman that, and my mom's still alive. My grandparents are still alive. I'm divorced. But you know what? If I read that, and the whole thing about life is it helps you understand other people's worlds. It, it will yeah. help me understand mm-hmm. a woman, what it's like to lose a parent. In general, we all have parents. What it's like to go through a divorce on a woman's end. Because, you know, I can't... If I ask Millie, hey, so how was it like, you know? <laughs> but every woman is different. I mean, yes, I, every I know, I know. woman is different. I, That's I why... Again, but, but it's still, I, I would rather read read it because you know that that can be invasive. I, I can't just go up to a woman unless she's somebody that's open to the process, or she's we're great friends and go, "What's it like for a woman going through this?" Mm-hmm. Because it, it's it, it can be invasive. It can be very personal, and mm-hmm. if it's a very bad breakup and all that, right? Know, it, right. I, I one once she'll be closed off to the process because she'll be like, who the hell are you to ask me? Right. Which is she's correct. Who am I? <laughs> who okay, am I? well, you know what? I love you and for sure. And thank you for I and I mean this. Thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for inviting me and letting me be on your affirmations page. Thank you for writing your book and thank you for just being a part of my journey and all that. And I love you and we will see each other again. I know that because we're in the same, we run around the same circles. I love it. And I want to thank you. I really do. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Like I said, I never thought I'd be on a podcast. I never thought I would write a book, but here I am. And I appreciate you and to have a voice to be out there to share. So I really, I I thank you. And I know we'll both be on big stages. It's all about doing the work, doing the process. We start we're in the minors, but believe it or not, I see us on stages like the Thrive Conference in, in Las Vegas, 10X years from now. Are you going to Vegas, by the way? I got to take our picture. Are you going uh, to Vegas? Say cheese. That, that's one of those things I, I, I keep on getting the invite not. So... <laughs> I, I I told Ken um, and Ken's people, I'm done with paying for it, it, unless the person's Grant Cardone or Anthony Robbins. I know what I'm worth, and I know I I belong on stages. So it, we're in the process. I, if I'm invited to talk on that stage, you'll see me. If if not, you'll will definitely. So that that's I, that's. That's who I am now. I, if you're, if you're Brendan, okay, I'll, I'll throw Brendan Burchard. I've never been to one of his events. I'll pay for Brendan. I'll pay for Tony and I'll pay for GC. So you might see me. And if it, if it is, it's because God in the universe has told me to be there in Las Vegas. So, That's so funny. Okay. Well, I hope I see you, but exposure is everything. And exposure, I do say exposure. You're only- you never know. I might, I might meet the right person. I might, you know, I, I might meet the person that wants to co-write a book. I might meet the person. And that's what I always tell everybody. Do commit to everything. Believe it or not, the, um, I don't know about it is because I'm committed to my daughters. Uh, since November, they always come first. So as long as there's no soccer weekend or soccer tournament, you'll see me there. How's that answer? That's a little bit better. <laughs> okay. 
I never told no one that My whole life I've been holding back Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars I hear a voice like, who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold Like why you chasing dreams, aren't you getting kind of old? I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Didn't believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished You got a vision And let me say I don't care if they're your blood Got the same DNA They can't feel how you feel They can't see what you see Wanna change your life You gotta change the way you think Good thoughts in your mind Is the boss of your life Nothing but good vibes Every day I'm thinking like What if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen And started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice To never listen to that negative voice no more The hardest prison to escape is our own mind I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time To make it happen, you gotta take action Just imagine What if it did work?